Folklore and legends are prevalent in writing in and about Durham. One such legend is that of the Dun Cow, recorded by the 12th century monk Simeon of Durham and further recorded in the Rites of Durham in the mid-16th century. A synopsis is as follows. The community of St Cuthbert wandered around the north of England, near to what is now Durham. The wheel of a cart carrying the coffin of St Cuthbert stuck and wouldn't move. The monks decided to rest and offer prayers to St Cuthbert. Cuthbert appeared in a vision to one of the monks, instructing that the coffin be taken to Dun home. After this revelation, the monks discovered that the cart would move, but they did not know where Dun home was. A milkmaid was close by, who said she was looking for a lost cow, which she had last seen at Dunholm. Again, the monks saw this as a sign given by St Cuthbert. They followed her as she searched for the missing cow, arriving at Dunholm and settled. The year was 995. Duncow Lane is a homage to the legend, and when you reach the end of this walk and stand in front of Durham Cathedral, look for Victorian carving depicting the story. Incidentally, the Rites of Durham is an anonymous account of what life was like in the pre-Reformation monastic community of Durham. It is most likely written by a member of the new Church of England community who was not happy with the outcome of Henry VIII's interventions. Another tale common to County Durham is that of worms terrorising communities and being slain by heroic figures. There are various versions in Durham folklore, with the Lampton Worm and the Sockburn Worm, both linked to Lewis Carroll, and the latter linked with the Bishopric of Durham. My Lord Bishop, I hereby present you with the falchion, wherewith the champion Conyers slew the worm, dragon or fiery serpent, which destroyed man, woman and child in memory of which the king, then reigning, gave him the manor of Sockburn, to hold by this tenure that upon first entrance of every bishop into the county, the falchion should be presented. These words are spoken in an ancient ceremony, which continues to this day. When a new bishop of Durham is appointed, they enter the Diocese of Durham, which is roughly the same area as the historic county of Durham, crossing the bridge at Croft-on-Tees from Yorkshire. The current bishop, Paul Butler, is the last bishop who will have held the original medieval sword. It is now on display in the Cathedral's Museum, Open Treasure, with a battle-ready, full-size replica prepared for use by the next bishop. But what is the connection to Lewis Carroll? Carroll spent a significant part of his childhood growing up in Croft-on-Tees, where his father was the rector of the local church. Carroll will have been familiar with the story of Conyers Falchion and the slaying of the worm, and it is known he wrote the first verses of the nonsense poem that would become Jabberwocky whilst in Croft. Carroll's family had connections to Whitburn, just north of Sunderland, and he will also have been familiar with the story of the Lampton Worm. There are many accounts of the Lampton Worm, including one by Robert Surtees, but the most famous of all is the pantomime song, written in 1867 by the Sunderland-born tenor C.M. Jack Lalume. The chorus goes Wish lads had your gobs, I'll tell you all an awful story. Wish lads had your gobs, I'll tell you about the worm. Lewis Carroll wrote his remaining Jabberwocky verses during a stay at Whitburn. It's likely the Jabberwocky creature was inspired by the Sockburn and Lampton worms, with the falchion being the inspiration of the Vorpal blade used to kill the beast. One, two, one, two, and through and through, the vorpal blade went snicker-snack. He left it dead, 
and with its head he went galumphing. <laughs>